Hey kids, and welcome to another episode. This is your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And this is your resident spooky smartass, Sam Baxter. And I'm Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, is my, my spooky, spooky gay, gay family. family. Sam Baxter. Hello, Pussy Miles. Hello, Barb. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> That's Welcome Back Cotter for those of you who weren't born in the 1870s. Um, this is another episode of My Spooky Gay Family, and we have a very special guest. Miss Roberta is Hello. here with us. <laughs> How are you, Bob? I'm back. That high note in my name is getting harder and harder to hit. <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, <laughs> I'm Bob. <laughs> and I do it for you all. I do it for the listeners, you know. This so. is our gift. Uh, what's new? What's going on? Oh, God, nothing. I'm boring. There's nothing new with me. Um, How's work? <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I also am not really working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so please subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> At patreon.com slash myspookygayfamily. Ding! <laughs> what about you, Sam Baxter? What's new with you? Um, not a whole hell of a lot because National Novel Writing Month kind of ate my life since November 1st. So, But you did it twice. I, di- I did. Yeah, the overachiever <laughs> over here. Wait, can you tell people about NaNoWriMo? Because they don't, uh, they might not know. Um, in NaNoWriMo, which is November, um, you're NaNoWriMo to- is NaNoWriMo <laughs> is National Novel, Ra- Novel Writing, Writing Month. Month. National Novel Writing Month. Yes. <laughs> You're supposed to write 50,000 words in 30 days, which is actually a lot harder than it sounds. Um, anyone who's ever tried to, like, f- fluff out a paper in college can definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have fluffed many papers. What if you double space it and, like, make the periods bigger at the end of the that sentence? That doesn't change how many words you've written. Did you really do that? No, but I knew people who did. They they increased the size of the periods? Yeah, and it would, like, push, like, you could, like, push an extra line off the page to fill into the next one or something like that. I forget how it worked. But people caught on, so. <laughs> I just feel like, like, I've heard so many ways that you can, like, cheat it. And I'm sitting here going, I feel like it's easier to just write the fucking paper than to try yeah. to figure out ways to fool it. I tried to do the period one once and I was like, this is just easier if I just like bullshit the same thing 15 times into like 15 different sentences. <laughs> but then, I was like, I can't help it if I have a heavy flow and a wide I, set vagina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, you were talking about uh, Remo. There's really not a whole hell of a lot else to tell. It's just it's it's eaten my life for the last. But you did it twice. You wrote a hundred thousand words I in actually, less than thirty days. I haven't hit a hundred k yet. Um, what are you at ninety eight? I'm at eighty five. <laughs> okay, but, but you did I, it twice. I we were going to be book. proud of you, but now we're okay, not. So it's you. fine. <laughs> 
But you finished, you wrote a whole novel in a month. Yes. Oh my God. I mean, that's not my, including like rewrites and editing, but yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a novel. It's yeah. more, more novels than I've written. My, my brain is mush right now. <laughs> <laughs> which is why i got to do the research for this week exactly this week i was like you know it would be great if sam did everything <laughs> <laughs> so this is my gift to you this week listeners sam is going to lead us on our thanksgiving episode by the way <clears throat> happy thanksgiving to those of you who are listening uh and if you're not i don't know how you ever would have heard this um today this very day is thanksgiving and so uh, we're sticking with a precedent that was set last year on Thanksgiving, <laughs> and we are uh, we're going to give you a food related true crime uh, episode today. Is it food related? I guess it kind of is. Um, yes and no. I don't think there's actually any cannibalism this time, but close enough. There's a lot of really gross kind of body horror shit so you know if you're if you're on your way to your in-laws to eat you might want to wait until you're on the way home to listen to this episode yeah because you're gonna want to purge anyway so <laughs> <laughs> load up on some cranberry sauce and then listen to my spooky gay family uh yes that is your warning this is going to be a true crime episode we are talking about things that actually happened and things that are actually gross so uh be forewarned this will be a particularly gruesome episode <laughs> yeah it gets a little um it gets a little titchy in there someplace. <laughs> you are really trying to find a way to work in the nipple belt to that joke <laughs> what i'm not I going to have for? to work it in it's it's in there <laughs> it's it's already in <laughs> yeah i thought titchy was like a nod to titty no, it was not. <laughs> like a, a top of the morning. Tip the hat. <laughs> Tip of the titty. Top of the titty. <laughs> That's like on Faulty Towers where he's like, keep your pecker up. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Hello, Faulty Titties. <laughs> And speaking of, um, we are doing a very special true crime episode for you this Thanksgiving. We are talking about the infamous, the fucked up, the yeah. immortalized Ed Gein. <laughs> and take it away, Sam. Yeah, buckle up because this gets this gets interesting. Hairy. It gets very hairy. Oh, God. <laughs> as well as some other things from the body. So, um, Ed Gein was, this is a very important fact, born in 1906. Um, <laughs> this actually is important. Um, his mother isolated him and sort of indoctrinated him into sort of some extreme Christian ideas, particularly when it came to women. Um, she said that they were promiscuous and all instruments of the devil. So if you're thinking of Waterboy, you're pretty much right. I was just about to say, I like, the devil. <laughs> yes. Foosball is the devil. Yes. Augusta Gein was, was Augusta. Kathy Bates from the Waterboy. Augusta Gein. That's the name. I know. That definitely Augusta. is a name. That's the woman who, like, would go into the, the five and dime and she would have uh, an angled bob and oh, she yeah. would want to speak to the manager. Augusta Gein is back. Augusta was Karen before there were Karens. It was like, oh, she's an Augusta. <laughs> she's just practically in October. But um, you're back. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, he had a an incredibly abnormal childhood. And we'll I don't know why there. I was expecting it to be like an incredibly abnormal penis. I don't know why. It was like you 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 were like dancing around something and I was like it's a penis. She's about to talk about a penis. No, cuz I was about to say he had a pretty normal childhood but then I thought about it and no, I'm like no like, he really didn't. <laughs> I was like you're saying no he had a perfectly normal penis. <laughs> I no, it was perfectly normal. Uh, and I have a slideshow to prove it. <laughs> Gone over to Instagram. <laughs> this is Ed P. I am. Um, I did this research yesterday and I saw a number of pictures. None of them was that. Oh, thank goodness. Again, I thought you were going to. I, 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 like, Jesus I like a number of pictures of what? Oh my God. The crime oh, scene right. photos are. Oh God. They're, they're available? Fun. Yeah. Are they really? Oh, you can see Did you see the lamp? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> the lamp. So, anyway. In- Shade. Oh, <laughs> this is all going to be so funny on the second listen when you know what we're talking about. In 1944, um, his brother died in a brush fire the two had set on their farm. Um, there are questions, however, if Gein might have killed his brother for talking shit about their mom. It was reported that he had bruises on the back of his head and he was not burned in any way. The coroner called it a situation. So he He died in a fire. Oh, he burned to death. No. (laughs) Sounds like another case from the Mansfield PD. Yeah, the fire beat the shit out of him. (laughs) That was one violent ass fight and get two black eyes. (laughs) Okay, so in 1945, Augusta dies. Eddie does not take this well. Um, Wait, so he's in his 30s? Um, he was born in 1906, so he would be 39. Yeah, just about right. 40. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, she dies on December 29th, 1945. Oh, right before, right after Christmas. <laughs> Gein was devastated. He boarded up rooms his mother had used in the house to keep them the same way she'd left them, even as the rest of the home became filthy and kind of fell into disrepair. But um. <laughs> but he repaired it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He furnished it, certainly. Um, (laughs) Ikea. Oh, no. (laughs) This is... (laughs) Ikea. That's where it came from. Oh, that was a tasteless joke. Sorry. Oh, Oh, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if I had an ounce more uh, tact, I would cut that. Continue. Okay. So December 8th, 1954, a tavern owner named Mary Hogan goes missing. No one suspects Ed. Everything goes fine. They just never find her. Mm-hmm. November 16th. 19- How many years later is that? Uh, That's like over 10 years. Nine? Yeah. It's Are nine you sure? Years. 1945 to 1954. Oh, I was thinking. <laughs> uh, never mind. I, I was thinking 1939, but he was 39. Oh, yeah, sorry. No. No, so in 1854, Mary Hogan goes missing. Then November 16th, 1957, Bernice Warden, a hardware store owner, goes missing. Her, and her last receipt is for a gallon of antifreeze that her son reported Gein came in to buy. Woof. So they immediately go in and arrest him. Which, yay. Yay, Wisconsin. <laughs> um, the Beats county the hell out of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> the county police search the Gein home and find the following. Oh, no. This is a fun list. Oh, God. I'm really excited. 
titillated. Bernice Warden was hung from the ceiling and dressed out like a deer. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was so not, she was hanging. I was not from expecting the ceiling you to start there. I so thought you were going to start with one was. of the fun ones. That was the first thing they found. Um, whole human bo- bones and fragments in a wastebasket made of human skin. Mm-hmm. Human skin covered ch- covering several chair seats. <laughs> Imagine your grandma's like plastic covered furniture, and then think if it was made of grandma. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh my god! This is like, what, was Jeepers Creepers inspired by him? Mm-hmm. It might have been part of it, honestly. Oh um, there were skulls on his bedposts. There were female skulls sort of strewn about. Some of them had the top sawn off. He had bowls made from human skulls. Oh my god. He had a corset made from a female torso skinned from shoulders to waist. He, no. he, when they say corset. They mean a corset. Like fully strung corset or like like just a... a, a this is gonna sound gross. A woman suit, like a vest he, he or a corset. He was making a woman suit, but I don't think he had completed it. So I think he just had sort of a a bustier, if you will. But oh, my God. my question is, uh, is it like a vest or a corset? Um, it is described as a corset. I haven't seen a photo of it, so I can't really answer your question. Mm-hmm. But I I would assume that this is reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had leggings made from human leg skin. He had masks made from the skin of female heads. Oh my god. He had Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag. No. Mary Hogan's skull in a box. <laughs> Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. What's in sack. the box? Yeah, basically. And he also had Bernice Warden's heart in a plastic bag in front of his stove. There's no indication that he ate any of his victims, mm-hmm. but it was there. I assume to, and this is going to sound gross, to treat the skin, there would be things to do in in the kitchen. I would guess. We warned you. Don't don't look surprised. We warned all of you. We said this is going to be gross and we lived up to our promises. It gets better. Right now, it's we haven't like, even gotten to my favorite one. <laughs> it's like the SpongeBob meme where he's just saying, "Like I, I'm a head out. Like I, I'm done." That was a lot. Good oh God. God, what oh, have I done? But we're up to the nine vulvas in a shoebox. What? <clears throat> <laughs> the what? In the what? I really this and a partridge in a pear tree. So you can see Bob's face. Oh my God. <laughs> They were like, come to an episode. It'll be fun. Come to an episode. Ed Gein had the weirdest 12 days of Christmas. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> Nine vulvas in a shoebox. <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened to the, the geese a laying? <laughs> Jesus, sorry. They're in the other park. <laughs> Okay, we're almost done. We're almost done. <laughs> oh, we are not. <laughs> um, they also found a young girl's dress and the vulvas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. Oh. That's awful. Yeah. A belt made from female human nipples, which yes. is Tissy's favorite one. <laughs> I, like, not in actuality. It is like the idea of a nipple belt is funny, but not when it's real nipples. No. <laughs> no. no it's not. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But I would buy if if it was like foam mass produced foam nipples, I would have six of them. <laughs> oh my god! I'd have one in every size. 
Okay, they also found four noses, <coughs> a pair of lips on a window shade drawstring, a lampshade made from the skin of a human face, and fingernails from female fingers. That is the end of the list. Where were the oh fingernails? Like, what were they doing? I assume they were, like, in a box somewhere. Like, they were collected someplace. Wouldn't it be funny if they just found them, like, in the bathroom, like someone had been clipping, clipping their, their nails? Na- no, I believe these are full fingernails. Hmm. Oh, God. That's quite a list. So, when questioned, Gein admitted to over 40 visits to local cemeteries to exhume middle-aged women that looked like his mother. This was corroborated by the exhumation of three of the graves Gein confessed to robbing, in which they found either nothing or, in one instance, a crowbar he had put, he had, I guess, lost. He just just (laughs) left the crowbar and buried it. Gein was charged with one count of first-degree murder related to the death of Bernice Warden, Gein claimed alternately an insanity plea and that the gun which he was examining in her store went off accidentally and killed her. But he still took the body. <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is an important note. <laughs> it's not like he went, oh my god, I shot her. He went, oh, free free fuel for my woman's suit. <laughs> like, he was found not guilty by reason of insanity, a shocker, and sent to a maximum security mental institution. The house where he processed the bodies of his victims was burned down by the people of Plainfield, Wisconsin, so that it wouldn't become a tourist attraction. Good for you, Plainfield, Wisconsin. For real. Like, what a horrifying <laughs> thought that people would go to see it. Um, on the other hand, his car sold for the equivalent of $6,700 to a sideshow operator who then charged carnival goers 25 cents to see it. The car that he used to transport the bodies. Do you think they ever made the money back? Quite possibly. This was like a huge, big thing when they caught him. Like, it was all over the newspapers. Everyone was kind of... Mm. Because it's such a ghoulish story. I mean, (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) But um, Gein died in 1984 of respiratory failure related to lung cancer. And possibly the most ridiculous fact... (laughs) is Gein is called as the inspiration for Norman Bates, Leatherface, and Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, so mm. we just won't let Eddie go. Yeah, he he comes up time and time again. Uh, and that's kind of the, uh, the crazy part of why Ed Gein is so... I, I, I hate to use a word like this, but prolific. Mm. Is yeah. that he just, like, he... I think a horror like that would inspire anyone who was yeah, into the genre of horror. It's like, you can't listen to a story like that and be like, well, can't do anything with that. <laughs> I mean, that's very true. I mean, the lips on the drawstring are just too much to ignore. Jesus Christ. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm still Bob is literally <laughs> Oh my god. Bob is white as a sheet. I, oh my god. <laughs> had you never like heard any of this? I had heard Ed his Gein name, stuff? but I had not really heard what he had done. I just knew he was a, I thought I knew him as a serial killer, but I hadn't like read anything about him because I guess technically speaking he's not really a serial killer. Well, and that's kind of an interesting thing. That was something mm. we were kind of Wondering, that was part of the conversation. Does he qualify as a serial killer? No. I don't. It's hard because he he did kill two people. He killed yeah. more than one person with a cooling down period. So technically. A cooling down period of three years. That And that's a significant cooling down period. 
I think that criteria meets the qualifications of a serial killer. I mean, I guess. He never comes up, though, in, like, lists and stuff. I feel like he gets, like, like shoved into this gray area. Well, because I think, like, so much of the the horror of it comes more from the grave robbing than it does from the two murders. Not that they weren't yeah. grisly and disgusting, but... Yeah. And, like, I, I, and again, the horror is in what he did with all of it. It's... It... It has... It's like... There is no part of this story that is not just like, what the fuck? Well, especially because I didn't realize he was grave robbing until the end there when you mentioned it. So when you're like going about the shoebox and like the nails and like however. <laughs> the shoebox. Bob is skull. really stuck on this shoebox. I mean, <laughs> I mean it had nine holes sh- in it. <clears throat> Who has a shoebox of vulvas? Ed Gein. Ed had one. Ed had one. <laughs> Lips on a fucking... Maybe he was making a time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> These are all I the don't want to know what I he was doing. this year. <laughs> this is what a vulva looks like in 1932. This is what a vulva looks like. He was making just a very strange, strange shoebox memorial. Um, why do you think people still talk about him? I mean, I think it's it's the list. The list is why people still talk about him because it's it's just so overwhelmingly strange and macabre and disgusting that like people are drawn to that like flies. It's I mean, like, especially because you consider like they like talk about Ted Bundy and like oh, they talk about like Ted Bundy and he is like obviously like you know super he's a serial cra- killer. yeah he's super yeah. crazy and gross and <clears throat> horrific, but. When you compare him to what Ed Gein was doing, like, I shouldn't say it. Like, it's like, but oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh my I God. mean, Ted Bundy was not much better. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. But I mean, like, it's just like in terms of like, ah. No, but he wasn't quite to... as crafty as Ed. He wasn't. <laughs> no. He never took it to a DIY level. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> a DIY level. He was the original YouTube yeah. uh, DIY the channel. Small bathroom renovation with Ed Gein. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very interesting shower curtain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> these jokes are going to get me in so much trouble. I know, right? I'm, I'm canceled like I'm fucking AJ and the Queen. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Ed Gein is one of those people that, like, his story has lived on in so many ways in in the movies and in stories and uh, in so much mythology. I I feel like you almost, you have to do something with it because now that's in your brain. You know what I mean? Like, now the belt of nipples is in there and there's (laughs) nothing you can do about it. No. You can't take it out. You can't, you can't exercise it. It is in your brain. So what are you going to do with that? It's like you have to create something with that to get it out of you. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes, you're trying to exercise it through, through creating something. Did he? Trying to process it, I guess. Yeah. Did he ever explain why he did some of these things? Like, um, he was making a woman suit. 
um, because he wanted to be his mother. So, yeah, but a woman's suit doesn't <clears throat> include a lampshade. Nor does it include generally nine vulvas. Could you imagine his project <laughs> runway audition? Weird. <laughs> Augusta was... <laughs> Augusta Disgusta. <laughs> no, but... Um, that was the reason for the grave robbing. I guess oh, yeah. the rest of it was just he didn't want to let any part of the body go to waste. I, I he just had a keen fashion sense. That's all. It was oh, he, God. he had a keen eye for design. Oh, <laughs> he was like the Joanna Gaines of nineteen forty seven or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Joanna, oh my god, he was Joanna Gaines. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Guys, this is just, this is a minefield. Get ready, because (laughs) this episode is just going to be chock full of bad puns. Um, Do you, when it comes to Eddie. Yeah. He's, he's a very strange one. Um, Do you find yourself... Because you obviously have known about Ed Gein for a lot longer than I have, and certainly longer than Bob has since he's just learning about it for yeah. tonight. <laughs> this was a today I learned moment for me. <laughs> have you, how did you like cope with this? Because you have been interested in serial killers and true crime for a very long time, as have I. Uh, when you, do you remember the first time you heard this story? I think I was about 15 or 16. When I was reading, I, I had a book called The Encyclopedia of Serial Killers, and he mm-hmm. was in it. And um, <clears throat> there wasn't a lot of information. <clears throat> like, they didn't get into the details, but they did say things like, you know, he made things from human remains. And I was kind of intrigued by that, so I went on the internet. Mm-hmm. And um, you can see the crime scene photos on the internet, many of them. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. Um, view at your own risk. But... um. Yeah, no, I I think I just, I learned about it at an age where it didn't process. It didn't hit me like this was a real thing that happened to real people. And then as I've gotten older, I find it more and more disgusting and harder to kind of let go. So I think I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, (laughs) I'm... (laughs) Crap. Doing Um, magic with your fingers. (laughs) Um... I'm trying to I'm trying to find a word I told you that like I'm com- I'm completely brain dead from this month. But um you know, I'm getting worse with this story essentially like deteriorating. There you go. <laughs> I knew it was there somewhere. But um you know, my tolerance for this has actually gone down since the first time I heard it. And I mean that's perfectly fair because I will say like I'm able to make jokes about this because it's like, how do you cope with a story like this? You have to like, you have to find a way to like deal with it and exist in a world where like, this is in your brain now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But it is like, it is horrific. And the more you think about it, because I think that's where these things kind of become very strange is at a certain point, you have to recognize that, this is a real story of like real things that happened to people. And uh, I I mean, granted most of them were exhumed remains. Yeah. But 
at least two of them were people who were very unfairly murdered um, and then exploited in such a bizarre, deranged way. Yeah. has There must be, like, a lot of psychological investigation into what makes someone do something like this. I mean, I would imagine in the time that he was at the psych hospital, I'm, I'm sure that they were kind of trying to figure that out. Um, I haven't found anything that suggests that they did. Um, yeah, no, Eddie just... Eddie just really liked to sew. I don't, oh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that, <laughs> that reminds me of one of my favorite song parodies ever. Um, have you ever heard Ben De La Creme's parody of Boyfriend? boyfriend yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. <clears throat> when she's talking about making a human centipede boyfriend, when she's like, uh, uh, if you were my boyfriend, I'd never let you go. Be my center boyfriend. Three boys in a row. <laughs> Call it polyamory. I just love to sew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorite rhymes that has ever been written by a parody artist. And it was part of this really funny video that she had made. And for some reason is no longer on YouTube. And I don't yeah. know why. Did and it makes it me down? so sad. I, she must have because she was the one who put it up. Oh, yeah. I don't That's know. That's strange to me. That's because I've seen that video too and it's hilarious. Maybe she it's was... so funny. <laughs> I, I I can't imagine what it was that uh, made her take it down, but I guess she did. Maybe she was I worried it was like problematic or something. Is it though? I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen it in such a long time. I don't think oh. so, but just because I don't think it's problematic doesn't mean it's not. Yeah. Do you, th I mean, obviously Norman Bates was very inspired by this, but what's weird about that is that, like, it's not that far removed from it. Like, in this day and age, it's easy to be like, oh, Psycho was such a long time ago, but Psycho came out in 60-something. Yeah, no, it was only three years after. Yeah. Uh, was, I, I mean, max like max ten years after. I don't remember. I don't remember yeah, exactly no, what I, year uh, Psycho came out, but it is one of those things where it's like this was not very long after. You know what I mean? Mm. That's the part that freaks me out. Why? Because it was so. It was so close. Psycho came out in 1960. So we are talking exactly three, three years. years after that happened. And it's like, <clears throat> that would be like releasing a 9-11 movie in 2004. Oliver Stone. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, it, it, it really like unsettles me. That they were like already diving into this the psychosis of it I in nineteen sixty. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I do. I I do think that it's a little bit of a sanitized version of the story. I mean, obviously, yeah. Because uh, you're not getting that past the Hollywood code of the time. What, what nipple belts didn't meet the code? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> they're like, uh, they're like, now uh, we'd just like to know what's in the shoebox. <laughs> well i can't tell you that or we get an r rating 
I don't think the MPAA existed back then, did they? Um, Yeah, I can't imagine. uh, uh, What's his name? The director of Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock. There you go. uh, Being like, (laughs) I don't know why I like, I can't, I have no nouns in my head today. (laughs) I just don't have a space in my head for nouns. Uh, Yeah, I can't imagine Alfred Hitchcock. Did he write it? No, I think Robert Block, the the author of the novel, wrote the screenplay. If I'm, when if did I'm the novel mistaken. come out? Uh, had to be before the movie, so I think the latest it would be 1960. But the movie came out in 1960. You have to imagine the movie was made in 1959, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, no, probably like 58, 59, somewhere in there. So <laughs> a year. <laughs> A year after all this came to light. I mean, like I said, this was a major media storm that happened when when they discovered this. So I'm not really surprised that someone kind of immediately went, oh, I got to get I got to get a book out on this immediately. Do you think that there's something wrong with that? (sighs) Again, Psycho being more of a sanitized version because he really just took the psychological aspect mm-hmm. of it because i mean spoiler alert if you haven't seen psycho we're gonna go get into some spoilers mm-hmm. um he doesn't wear a mom suit but he does uh he does dress like her and uh does keep her remains so it's such a bizarre story i I just like i almost don't have words for it (laughs) i mean i really can't think of another true crime story that gets this just objectively gross like if that makes sense i i can think of ones that are horrifying but i can't think of ones that are just this disgusting can you what must that house have smelled like oh god i don't even want to (laughs) know Dis, uh, like, like t- you want to talk about disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Bob looks absolutely <laughs> horrified right now. There's just so much to unpack here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just throw the whole suitcase away. Like, oh, yeah. like, no wonder they burned down that house between the smell and what was inside. Just, oh my God. Oh my God. Do you think this is, this is a morbid question? And I yeah. think this gets into the psychology of why people are obsessed with this story do you think any of those things still exist god i hope not. um no they were disposed of by the wisconsin police you don't think any of them still exist somewhere no the official story is that they were all buried in some kind of consecrated ground i'm not sure exactly what happened but you don't think somebody would have gone in there and don't look for the nipple belt on ebay joe (laughs) (laughs) i'm not not looking for any of it but i i am saying like i have to think somewhere out there some of this has survived because people there is a, a, a a there is a blatant uh macabre fascination with this type of thing. Like, I remember going to uh, a horror convention here in New Jersey. It was Monster Mania. And they had, there was one seller who was selling dirt 
from the Gain farm. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me that if people would buy the dirt from the farm, they wouldn't buy... Well, yeah. I, I mean, no. I agree, His artwork. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, I... I do agree with that. I just... I'm not... I don't see any reason to disbelieve the notion that all of that was buried. And they've never said where. I think specifically to avoid people digging it up. I mean, I would assume the same thing, but I guess it just becomes a question of like, how much do I trust other people? And the answer is zero. I trust other people zero. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. (laughs) Could you imagine sometime in the future, like when the way future, somebody buys a plot of land, they're like, let's put a pool in. (laughs) (laughs) What's that floating in the pool? It looks like a shoebox. <laughs> Did you leave a belt in the pool? <laughs> Tom. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Could you even imagine? I wouldn't even know how to begin investigating that crime scene. I think you start by like spritzing the place with holy water. <laughs> like honestly, like holy water and Febreze. I wouldn't want to touch anything. Like, I'd be like, because, like, you'd be like, I don't even want to back up into something because, like, God knows what it's made of. Yeah. Like, even, like, like it's like, oh, let's let the sun in. Nope. Just kidding. Not touching that fucking shade. <laughs> like, like, you need to catch your breath here. Sit in this chair. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> like my Genuine leather. Ugh. Oh, God. Is there a part of the story that freaks you out the most? Uh, the start to finish, basically. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Because there, I will say that. I mean, there is no part that is uh, not unsettling. I think the shoebox freaks me out the most, and that's why I keep joking about it. Because it's like, what (laughs) What was the purpose of the shoebox? What was the purpose of keeping this around? Yeah, no. um, One of the things I read yesterday that I didn't include was they asked him if he had sex with the bodies, and he said, no, they smelled too bad. That is an actual. <laughs> I don't know if that is in some weird way like a relief, but also just the fact that it's like, oh no, they smelled too bad. So it's like, ah. Oh. It's like, so but you that thought means about you were it. <laughs> like, how do you imagine them on that? Not all of your conditions were met. Yeah. Like, yeah. The hard. general store was out of Vicks. Wait, like, I, so oh you God. can sleep in a bed with skulls as like the friggin' like headrest or whatever the hell it was. But like he's like, oh, it smelled bad. Like, but that's the thing. You have that a I'm... shower curtain of skin, man. Like, did he? That wasn't on the list. No. I just I made it said, up. Oh, just kidding. No, I made. That, I was joking about that. <laughs> My bad. I I fell into the Ed Gein DIY. It again. is hard to discern which things are real and which ones aren't. Yeah, it's one of those things that if you put three of those items up there and told me pick pick the one that's false, <laughs> like yeah, which which one do you pick? Like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, he did have like, uh, like, ugh. like he had the face mask. Like, yeah, did he wear the face mask? Presumably, at some point. And that wasn't too smelly. <laughs> like, I, I guess not. It was too smelly to have sex with them, but I can wear them on my face. Uh, I mean, I guess he had technically tanned the skin, so maybe it didn't smell as bad. <laughs> Do that closer to the mic. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry, anybody out there. Bob is really struggling with this. This is so nasty. 
I don't know. I think the corset made from human skin is the one that gets me. I think just because of the visual of it is like, like I'm sitting here going like, are we talking girdle or was there (laughs) boning? You know, like, (laughs) 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 yeah, I don't, I don't really have an answer for that. I also want to know. As someone who sews, it's like these things would have taken a certain amount of skill. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Maybe that's why he took a three-year cooldown. He was get he was learning how to sew, taking classes. <laughs> um, Sarah informs me that she did a little internet sleuthing because we were concerned about what the corset looked like, and apparently it was a vest. But it had boobs. Oh, <laughs> it gets worse with every minute. I'm sorry, I just laughed at Tom's face. There's good news and there's bad news. Do you think Gene's gonna be on? It was 14? not a corset, but it did have breasts. The mystery queen of season 14 is gonna be Ed Gein. Oh, God. <laughs> He's coming in with Okay, I am much more interested in this corset now. <laughs> Oh, Jesus <laughs> oh God! This—that's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah, it's like you kind of have to laugh at it because what the fuck else are you gonna do with it? It's like, <laughs> imagine being the person who found that. Imagine being the person who wore it. Wow. <laughs> I just imagine him in his bedroom, like, Grandmama, no, it's no. me, Anastasia. No. no. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Like John Cleese in the Out of Towners. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. If he lips think to be a girl, Oh, no. Ed, what was wrong with you? I mean, he, he must have gotten kicked by a horse. They diagnosed him as being schizophrenic, but schizophrenic covered a wide variety of disorders yeah in, i mean it was the, the 60s or the 50s or whatever the fuck so it was. like there's really no way to know <laughs> schizophrenic in the 50s is like add today <laughs> we were like <laughs> okay <laughs> but um god yeah no vest with boobs sorry bob yeah did it close <laughs> i i don't know i would assume maybe see this is the thing it's like I have no context for this, but for, like, Buffalo Bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because Leatherface is so is such an exaggerated version of this story, although I guess I mean, they, they, the they definitely accurate. got the grave robbing part down in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Does he grave rob? Yeah, that's, uh, that's why they're actually on the trip. They're going to check a graveyard. Oh, that's right. Huh. I didn't think about that. But yeah, no, they definitely got the grave robbing aspect down and there was definitely like stuff made of human skin and shit in the yeah, Sawyer house. Texas so. Chainsaw was definitely and again, that was nineteen seventy four. Yeah, I think it was seventy four. So mm, not even twenty years later. Mm. No. <clears throat> That's insane to me. It was like <laughs> seventeen years later. Yep. Jesus. Yeah, no, we don't let them rest long. <laughs> you know what's weird about Ed Gein is that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I... <laughs> There's only one thing. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> in... <laughs> one thing. <laughs> um, 
I guess because I always thought of him as being like, because he was born in 1906. It's like, you think of it as that. It's like, oh, it's this very distant thing. But it's like, Ed Gein was around when mom and dad were. Yeah. Like, they figured this out the year dad was born. (laughs) (laughs) And isn't that an auspicious omen? (laughs) (laughs) Dad, what's that you're wearing? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Dad's going to listen to this on Thanksgiving. He's going to be in so much trouble. I hope he's listening to this while he's cooking. No. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you don't like the green sweater? Guess what I got you this year? I got you a real cotton. <laughs> it's a titty vest. <laughs> I want to look at that rubber boob. Oh, uh, I'm just like, it's very like meet the fuckers yeah. for me. I'm you like, what him. was this moment? <laughs> I wonder what, I wonder what his fascination was. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that part of it stems from that like uh what what's what puritanical <clears throat> view of of womanliness yeah. you know what i mean and i'm sure that depriving kids but but it's like how many kids were born into puritanism puritanism that like that didn't, didn't didn't make titty vests yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly a great many since I believe this is the only known instance of, <laughs> of the titty vest. Yes. I hope it's the only instance. It can't be. What do you mean it can't be? German serial killers are fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> you told me there's more titty vests out there just floating around? It is entirely possible. Ger- German serial killers are fucking weird. Russian serial killers are even weirder. Yeah, I believe You know that. what's funny? Like, I don't know a lot about international serial killers. There, I knew one from England, totally off topic, that was super fucked up. Who is Which it? Which one? Uh, it was like a husband and wife. Oh, you're, like, you're talking hus- about in yeah. Scotland, the Moors murders? Maybe. I can't remember. Okay. There was like, it, there was daughters and they died. And okay. like, there was an ex-wife or something like that. I can't remember. Okay. But I remember reading it on Wikipedia. It was very interesting. Sorry, super off topic. But yeah, they were really fucked up. It was up. very interesting. I just don't remember any of it. It was like, <laughs> it was like you know, like on 3 a.m. when you're just like, <laughs> when you're just at 3 a.m. on Wikipedia reading about serial killers. <laughs> I mean, that's that night, right? Like, Bob, if you're if you're going to find anyone, I mean, this is your people. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hope there's at least one of you out there who understands what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, they were on that list. And it was like, I just remember being like, ah. like, it was bad. Like, they were like people on the floor kind of thing. It was. Yeah. I mean, I I would love to learn more about um international from the US uh superhero superhero. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Serial killers was the word that was supposed How to come much? out of my mouth. Check your mouth. <laughs> you know what it is? I can honestly say this and and I I don't feel bad at all saying it. You're going to get a little behind the scenes. When we record these episodes, we have to turn the air conditioning off. Otherwise, you will hear the, the like, rumble of the air conditioning in the background. And so, right around this time at, like, the 45-minute mark is when I start, to, <laughs> I start to, like, fall apart at the seams. I'm, like, melting. And I'm, like, I can't think. I have no words <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> I'm, like, overheating. 
Um, serial killers was the word I was looking for. I would be very interested to learn about um, serial killers from other parts of the world. Can you... I can't imagine... Serial killers in Jap- in Japan must, like, be the most efficient serial killers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you think? Like, they ma- they've probably never caught one. I, I have no idea. Actually, I don't recall ever reading about one from Japan, now that you mention it. Are there Japanese serial killers? <clears throat> I mean, there know. must be at least one. From one my... would think. I mean, this isn't solely a Western problem. Yeah, no. Is there a serial killer that you, uh, you're like, oh my god, this is like, this is the one that I really like, I can't. Yes, I know one. Oh, Jesus. You the, go ahead. The one in California. Is it Ed Gein? No. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Ed Gein now. Um, there was one in California where they were like in a, oh, they're like in a van and they would pick up like girls and they were like brutal. They actually use it at, at, at the FBI headquarters to desensitize um, new recruits. Like, because of how yeah, bad it was. Like, do you know the one he's talking <clears throat> about? I'm I'm familiar with the story. I don't know their names. It um, was a man and a woman, right? Nope, no, two it guys. Was two guys. They would like oh. pick up girls, and then like they would they would assault them, and then um like yeah, there was like what they like used like sledgehammers. They would torture them. They were terrible. It was really oh. bad. Yeah, I don't know this story. I I always thought I was. A, interested in true crime and then people will be like oh yeah so and so and i'm like i have no idea who that is like i there, <laughs> there's just like there are certain uh there are certain stories that i just like i guess i just have never heard and then it's like there are random ones where it's like oh th- uh, like a documentary will come out that documentary came out on hbo and it was um <clears throat> like the american family next door or whatever the fuck it was and i was like oh, oh yeah. i've heard that story before <laughs> of the dad who who like killed the whole family yeah yeah i I watched this but i like don't remember at the same time (laughs) i can't remember the name of the documentary but it's about um a family it's it's like an awful awful story but um it it's a good documentary uh you should watch it even though i don't know the name of it (laughs) no i think it is like it it takes place like arizona right yeah it's somewhere in the midwest it's like arizona yeah and like the wife and the two daughters go missing or something yeah yeah yeah, and the the two daughters. I, I won't ruin it, but um, uh, I guess I did technically. <laughs> uh, what what uh, what am, what am I forgetting about uh, Mister Gein? Oh he uh, he is kind of a he's kind of a, a strange one because, like I said, he's definitely. A, a true crime story. I believe he is a serial killer. Um, I guess it's. I guess it's kind of debatable. <laughs> Do you find yourself coming back to this story often? I mean, I I think about it probably more than I should, to be perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, no, kind of every true crime story I read gets compared to this one. Um. Because it's always, is it as gross as? Is it mm. as, is it as like out there as? Is there one that you think <clears throat> comes close? Um, not on the, the gross spectrum, not, not kind of like they weren't making things out of stuff, but, um. I mean, I, I would argue that Dahmer comes pretty close. Dahmer comes pretty close. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> the toolbox murder has come pretty close. <laughs> what? I feel like um, I read this one. Basically, too. it's hostile in real life. Oh god, I think I read about that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Bob was not here for the true crime discussion no. today. <laughs> I, I mean, I love true crime uh, stuff, but oh god, I did not know about Ed King. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> so you looked at me like i was crazy earlier when i talked when i mentioned the belt of nipples yeah, and because i thought i don't know i guess at that point i just assumed like i knew it was like bad because i had done i read like a real quick like what did you read i like read the top of his wikipedia page like and, and since it was on my phone it's born like, in 1906 in in the midwest great got it yeah. <laughs> Like you, you know, like when you read it on your phone, like all of the um, tabs get like closed and you have to like open them individually. Mm-hmm. So it's like I got, I got like the introduction that he was like a serial killer who like, um, oh, now that I think about it, uh, you know, uh, robbed graves. And um, uh, like I knew he did stuff like like something. I don't think it mentioned um, a nipple belt or, you know, a shoebox of uh, like so, um, you know. Just not, when she started reading the list, I was like, wait the fuck up. <laughs> Pump the brakes here a second. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stop you right there. You know, I never knew. I shouldn't say I never knew. I, I had never heard of the vest before. That one was new to me tonight. Yeah. I had heard of the box of vulvas. I had, uh, I had obviously heard of the lampshade and the, <laughs> the sofa covers and the uh whatchamacallit the belt i had yeah. heard of all that before um not the og boobs for queens <laughs> <laughs> god <laughs> no that one was that one was brand new to me yeah you had a lot of questions about <laughs> I still have questions about it, if I'm being honest, that are probably too vulgar to put on here. But yeah. uh, I, I don't know. There's something about that one that just, like, really, like, that's... It's fucked I don't up. know why, like, we're already in a step too far, but that one is a step, a step too far. You know what <laughs> I mean? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> that one is, you stepped over the line a mile ago and you found a new line and stepped over... <laughs> I think it's like you went around the earth, came back to the line, and stepped over it again. Well, I think it's because the list starts like heinously with like the hanging body, because that's yeah. the first thing they see. But then, like, not that it like cools down, but like it, it like minimizes to smaller things like the shade and the the skulls. And then all of a sudden he's like, Oh yeah, and there's a vest. <laughs> <laughs> That we found. <laughs> he had a collection like, at late yeah, like, It kind of like it starts really high, kind of like comes down and then, you know, comes right back up to the end for you to really make sure that you, you're leaving on, <laughs> leaving on a really big note. You know, like if I'm being honest, coaster. Yeah, I think it's a bit, uh, I think it's, I think it's a bit disappointing that it ends on fingernails. Yeah, that's true. The fingernails do feel a bit like a denouement, don't they? Yeah, it's like. Let's start with that. I feel like that's a good place to start. Yeah, <laughs> ease you, you into this conversation. Into it, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Ed Gein is just—he doesn't—he is just such a fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, there's there's no good truer thing to say. Have not been spoken. <laughs> what? I said truer words have not been spoken. <laughs> 
Do you think people in his life had an inkling about what he was doing? Was there anybody in his I life? I mean, that's kind of the thing is basically once his mother died, he was I mean, yeah. a recluse. His mom died and that fire beat up his brother. So <laughs> 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 I don't think there was anybody to question him at this point. He died in a fire. He was burned to death? No. 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 <laughs> what and that's got... all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently, like, most people kind of described him as, oh, he was really shy. Like, he was really quiet. You know, you know, it's the same thing they say about every serial killer. Every it's single like, serial killer so ever existed. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, a lot of Except they, Ted Bundy. Yeah, except yeah. Ted Bundy, <laughs> who was apparently an Abercrombie model and wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, and Frida Kahlo was a fucking Abercrombie model. <laughs> I know what you mean. He had an eyebrow that went all the way around his head. I had the same, <laughs> I had the same reaction because everybody was like, everybody was like, oh, you know, what sent him apart was he was so good looking, so good looking. I finally saw a photo of him and I was like, not seeing it. <laughs> what, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I'm a guy, so I would have been fine. But like, if I had been a woman at the time, probably would have been safe. Because I'm like, no, no, you can get your own fucking surfboard up on top of your car. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's not happening. Everyone talks about him and they're like, he's so attractive. And I'm like, to who? Who are these people that find this fucking gremlin attractive? <laughs> people who need glasses. <laughs> don't wear them. It's so gross. I, I, Ted Bundy is another one that I think at some point we're going to have to uh, have a discussion about him. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's he's one of those people that like he just is bizarre. He's like the Lester Eubanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think I mean, it's in his case he actually like escaped <laughs> yeah, like, yeah he crawled out the ceiling he didn't just walk away from his Christmas shop twice he escaped twice yeah. twice yeah like he actually might have been the inspiration for Sally cause he jumped out a window once didn't he yes he did Sally in Texas Chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> he, he went right up the stairs and out the window <laughs> <laughs> what were you about to say to me I was about to say that I I don't, I don't think that Ted Bundy is a, actually attractive. I think he's just more attractive than everyone expects him to look. Maybe. What did a, they expect him to look like? Maybe, maybe it's a charm factor. Like I don't know, his, but what do you think Ed Gein looks like? Ugly as shit, I thought. I know he's a very plain looking man. He's like almost skeletal, right? Yeah, no, he's very... Yeah, he's... Uh, he's exactly what you would imagine a man like a who like, worked a farm in the 1940s to look like. He uh he's very gaunt. Uh he has great cheekbones, if yeah, I'm being yeah. honest. <laughs> I wish I had cheekbones like that. And he had several sets. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming I couldn't, and I, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Um, but he really does have great cheekbones. <laughs> I gotta give it to you. you know, credit where credit is due. Yeah, right. <laughs> um Yeah. D- Ed Gein is just a, a fucking weirdo. I, I don't really have, and that's all that's I have the to say about that. <laughs> that's the thesis. Ed, Ed Gein, Gein is, is just, a fucking weirdo. Oh my God. <laughs> he's not right. Um, he's not well. He's not alive, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> thank God. Like, there are very few people that I can sit there and say, like, thank God this person isn't around anymore. And Ed Gein is definitely one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nobody's missing him. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Literally no one. 
except maybe like goth metal bands who name their songs after him and shit. What was that metal band in like, it was like Sweden or Norway that like, they actually, they like somebody, it was like murder. I don't remember. Yeah, there was, uh, there was some kind of hard rock murder that happened in, I believe it was Norway. Yeah, it was one of those Norwegian. Sarah's nodding. It is her native land. So (laughs) (laughs) she's very proud of it. (laughs) At least we've got something to be proud of in Norway. Um, I think that's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what he was trying to make. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help myself. Oh, my God. Listen, if you don't like tasteless humor, this episode is just not for you. If they found him about like a week later, he would have had the whole collection done. So... (laughs) Oh, God. He was on Project he, Runway. I was about to say, he was filming his Project Runway audition tape. Oh, no. I think that's a wrap on Ed Gein. Uh, if we missed anything about Oleti that you guys think should be included in the commentary of this episode, don't If there are things that weren't on the list. <laughs> Please don't tag me in this. <laughs> I know enough. I'm going to t- every time someone tags my spooky gay family in a photo, I'm going to send it to you. Every <laughs> it's not single Ed time. Shit, that's fine. Oh no, I meant about this. Oh, okay, of course. <laughs> you thought I meant about the next episode. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm gonna call that I'm gonna call that uh time on Oh my god, I'm imploding on this episode. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you if you did, please let us know what you liked about it in the comments. If you didn't, uh, d- don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, exactly. And this is a, a pleasant reminder. We haven't talked about this in a very long time, but um, I thought I would bring it up just uh, real quick at the end of this episode. Uh, if you haven't, uh, reviewed this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts, please take the time to leave us a review. It really does help. Uh, you're, you know, when we're a, when you're a smaller podcast like us, uh, it does help to get those good reviews and ratings. And uh, if you, so, if you have time, please you know leave us a leave us a nice rating uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It really, really does make a difference for us in terms of how many people we're reaching with these episodes, and we do greatly appreciate it. If you leave us a five-star review, we will send you a belt, a vest, <laughs> oh, no. and a shoebox full of goodies. So, <laughs> That's like 21-star reviews right there. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> We do appreciate uh, you all taking the time and also check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash myspookygayfamily. We have all kinds of fun things like sleepovers and watch-alongs coming out all the time and uh, Fright Dyke, which is our newsletter and uh, comedy article series produced by Sam Baxter. And uh, that's basically it. We appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, listen to the episode today. We hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving or are having a wonderful Thanksgiving. And uh, we are very much looking forward to seeing you next week. We have a new mini-sode coming out on Patreon this Monday and a brand new episode coming out next Thursday. So until then, stay spoopy and remember. It's not as if she were a, a maniac, a raving thing. She just goes a little mad sometimes.
We all go a little mad sometimes. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Psycho, distributed by Paramount Pictures 1960. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Thank you.